Hello everybody, I am Jason Trader. I am the salesman of Yeshua, and this is the Art of Being, the podcast. And today I want to talk a little bit about what's perfect and what's not perfect. And what I'm overall referring to is the Torah and the government. And I want to come at you guys today with not a lot of uh, resounding scriptures. Uh, you know, I don't have a, a 12, uh, 20 page PowerPoint slide with talking points and Greek and Hebrew references. I just want to talk to you a little bit about my understanding and where I came from and how I ended up where I am today. And I came from a background of, uh, you know, middle class, uh, middle class white kid um, growing up. Uh, I was born in California. We moved to Oregon when I was a kid. And I spent the majority of my life in a very small uh, town that was filled with, uh, you know, all types of, of people, mostly white. And we were a very Republican area, although Oregon is super, super liberal. Uh, my particular pocket was not. You know, so I signed up for the military even before I turned uh, 18. Like, my parents had to get involved to sign the paperwork because I, I was so set that there is no greater uh, thing that a man can do you know, because I'm trying to become from a boy to a man. There's nothing better that a man can do than to serve his country. So I believed in freedom. I believed in the American flag. And I believed that this country, although flawed, was the best that we had. And it was my job to ensure that it continued to be the best that it could be. And I chose to do that through military service. So I, I was all part of it. You know what I mean? And then as I'm doing all this, like I've been in church my whole life. I can't remember an age where I was not at church. It's not like we started going on when I was 10. Like my whole life, there's memories of, of being in church. And I was raised under the Western church system. So a lot of people like to call it non-denominational. But, but it is a denomination. You could call it non-denominational, but it's not non-denominational. It, it, is, it is Western um, Christianity, which is an offshoot of Roman Catholicism. And, you know, because Roman Catholicism did their thing, then you get the Protestant Reformation, and then all the people over here in this country, they bought off on the Reformation, and they went that way. So I, I grew up under that system. And, I mean, I was trained to be a pastor. You know, I had certificates on my wall and things hanging up for me. So I was all in with, with Western Christianity. I was all in with the government. Uh, I used to talk, tell people to vote. I used to go out and vote. I would study uh, what senators, uh, what congressmen, who's running. I even got involved in local elections. And even though I was in the military, I continued to submit absentee ballots and mail in my stuff from overseas to even participate in small local things within a county election. And I would have to do a lot of research to find out who I was voting for or what. And, and I was all, I'm all in, you know, I, I believe, I believe in this system and I believe in this country. And then as I begin to get older, I began to learn and I began to study and I began to see that this country, I, I watched it continually get worse and worse and worse. And I watched it, you know, we just had a set of morals that were in my little town and 
when I got into the Marine Corps, I saw that those morals and that t way of thinking still existed. So, uh, so, so in my mind, so in my mind, I went from believing those type of morals because I was raised to to going into a military system which taught those things. So I'm thinking it's all good. You know, then I get out of the military, and, and and before I did, I was already on a journey to enlightenment. But then I get out of the military, and I take a step back, and I look, and I go, man, what did I do? Because Iraq War and Afghan War, that's my war. The war on terror, I was there when it happened, all right? I was in the military during 9-11. I knew when I saw those towers hit that I was going to go to war the next day. I knew. We all did. We all did. Everybody was, I was at the chow hall. I'm eating my food. You know, and I see that hit, the, the, the first plane was hit, and I'm like, oh, man, one of the towers had a plane hit. That's interesting. And then as I'm watching the news, I see the second plane come and smash into it. And I got up and walked right away, and everybody did. We all just got up and left and went to our perspective areas because uh, we knew. We knew what that meant. The second it said terror attack, we all knew, man. We had that place and that base locked down in moments. No joke. One of the world's largest military installations was locked down in minutes. So I was in. That was my war. And when I look back, I'm thinking to myself, man, what did we do? I look at Iraq. It don't look no different. I look at Afghanistan. It don't look no different. And I look at our country, and it looks worse. That moral code that existed for me and that moral code that existed into the military when I stepped out and I had them goggles removed from my eyes, and I looked around, I said, man, our country has gotten worse. We are no longer moral. What did I defend? What was I protecting? I was protecting people's right to legalize pedophilia? Is that what I served for? I was protecting people's right to put forth a ban on the scriptures? I fought for the president. I liked the dude. I voted for him twice. And I fought for this man because he told me that terror was a problem. And I went and fought for him. And now that very same government that I fought for, that I believed in, tells me what to wear, where to go. It's telling my friends what businesses they can enter, what uh, businesses can stay open, what can't. And I'm seeing that the burden of this country is constantly pushed down to the lower levels. I see them people in Congress. They ain't got no masks on when they when they out and about. They don't got they don't they don't do that. What they what they put forth on their own policies. But if I don't do it, I'm ostracized, my business is shut down, I can't even purchase food. And I'm watching and I'm like, dude, what did I do? What did my military service accomplish? And I can't think of anything that my military service did for the world. I can't think of anything. Now I got to travel. I met my wife because of it. I was sustained. I was taken care of. I was fed. I had a place to live. So for me, 20 years of, of rent-free was pretty daggone good. I got a free education out of it, you know? So personally, it was the, uh, a good choice for me. But nationally, what did we do? What are we defending? And so I start to look at this system 
and I start to analyze. And I look at like, all men are flawed. I read that in the Bible, right? There's none perfect, save one, Yahshua. Well, what did he do? Well, he lived his life according to the Torah. That's interesting. So the only example of perfect righteousness we have is a Torah-observant human. Okay, that, that's, that seems like that's a, a check. Like maybe this Torah thing is uh, the, the law, right, in the Bible. Maybe that's something I should check out. Because it says no one's perfect. Yet I'm standing in line to pick a not perfect person to rule over me. And when they rule over me, they tell me to do things that end up being of no benefit to the things they told me that I was supposed to be benefiting. They said I was bringing freedom, yet I'm subjugated everywhere I go. They say I was keeping the country running and protecting its citizens. I'm looking at I just don't get it, guys. I just don't get it anymore. It just literally doesn't make sense to me anymore. You're going to have to help me if I'm falling off the deep end. If I'm, if I'm losing my faith, you're going to have to help me. But when I just don't have the faith in this country that I, that I had once before. Now, I'm in love with my fellow citizens, and I absolutely am a good citizen and a law-abiding person. So don't try to come at me like I'm not a patriot. The reason I do these messages is because I'm a patriot and because I care about those people that are around me. And you need to know that this th thing, that the military, that they're out there protecting us, that they're fighting for your freedoms, is not true. Because the only person that I have seen take away the freedoms of the American people were the people that we voted for. That's the only people I've ever seen take away my freedoms. No other nation has ever come to us and tried to take my freedoms from me. And even if they did, am I not free indeed? Because the Most High said that I'm free. So I don't care if I'm Russian. I don't care if I'm Chinese. I don't care if I'm American. I'm free because the Most High said I'm free. So what was I fighting for? And if we continue to elect these non-perfect individuals and continue to put them into a non-perfect system, because there's not a single person out there that can say that America's perfect. We all know that it's not, right? We all know that it's not. So we have people that aren't perfect in a system that's not perfect, and we're saying that that's the best thing that we have. Well, when I took a look at the only person in the history of the world who has righteousness according to his deeds, he lived his life according to the Torah, the laws, statutes, and commandments of the Most High. Yahshua, my king. He lived according to that. So why am I not fighting for that system to be the system that permeates the world? Because if we do believe in freedom, and we do believe in justice, and we do believe in righteousness, you're telling me that the flawed system and the flawed people are going to bring me that righteousness? That the flawed system and the flawed people are going to bring me that perfection? When history has shown time and time again that if it comes between them and me, that I'm the one taking the bullet, I'm the one dying in a trench, not them, but me. They're the ones taking my freedoms. And I don't understand anymore why we continue to push Christians and we continue to stand behind pulpits saying, get out and vote do your part for your country, yet we're telling people, go ahead and pick yourself a flawed leader and put him in a flawed system, and it will work out. That just doesn't even make sense. 
Flawed people and flawed systems do not create perfection. They do not create a smooth operating country because there will always be flaws. In them, they will make wrong decisions. And that's, that's it. That's just how it is. And the system will not always lead toward justice. It will not because it's flawed. But the Most High gave us a set of rules and laws and statutes and commandments. And he said, if you do this, I'll bless you. Now I know. You're saying, but that was just for Israel, brother. Well, Israel chose those people as people that he loves. So you think God gave an imperfect system to people that he loves? You think he came down and gave them a flawed system? No, 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 no. He gave them the deets to success. That's why he said, if you do this, you'll be successful. Because he created rules, a spirit or a, a natural law, if you will, that governs the whole Eretz, which is the land, the earth. He created a law that governs the Eretz. And he said, these are the things that can be done for success. That's what he said. It wasn't just for one people. It was for the land to make those who kept those laws and statutes and commandments successful and to be blessed. And he loved Israel, so he gave them the keys to the castle. That's why he didn't give the other nations the Torah, you see, because he chose Israel as his covenant people. He could have chose the Chinese. He could have chose the Mayans. He could have chose the Romans. But he chose the people of Abraham, Isaac, and Yaakov, right? That's who he chose. He chose a covenant people for himself and gave them what they needed to be successful. Oh, hey, God, by the way, guys, I'm the creator of everything, and I made a couple rules that bless you if you do them, and they curse you if you don't do them. These are the rules, and I'm going to give them to you so that you can be the most successful people on the planet. That's the plan of Israel, was to be the light to the nations. You guys are going to Torah and follow these laws, statutes, and commandments, which are the secret cheat codes to the Eretz, and I'm going to give you these secret cheat codes, and you're going to be so blessed that the rest of the world will come to you. And when they come to you, you're going to tell them it was me, and then I'm going to save everybody. That's the plan. That's what it is. So even if the covenant was broken and we have entered a new church age, even if that's a thing, which it's not, but even if that was a thing that the, that the Torah has done away with, and that... The, the new law and the new era is the church and that that church is supposed to follow the government until the Messiah returns, even if that is it, the cheat codes are still written down for those who choose to follow the Most High unto success and righteousness. And I know your mind is instantly going to, we have, there's no righteousness in the law. Right? I know that's where your mind's going. Your mind's going to some of Paul's verses. But let me tell you right now, you just don't understand what those are saying. You, you really don't. And I know because I was you, trained to be a pastor, brought up in the Western church, a gung-ho American, wear, waving my flag, running out to do my votes. I know what you know, and I know what you're thinking because I was trained the same way. But it is a flawed thinking to think that the perfect way to operate on this world is done away with. 
And like I said, even if you think it is done away with and you think we don't have to do those things those anymore, does that not does that make them now imperfect? Does that now make that not a good way to do government anymore? And the answer is absolutely not. It absolutely is still the best form of government known to the world. There is no greater form of government than the government which the Most High established. There is no better way. If I follow a flawed man to a flawed system and I miss the mark, how much worse am I? But if I follow a perfect man, Yahshua, in a perfect system, Torah, and I miss the mark, where am I? Well, I'm just slightly less than perfect. When we follow this worldly system, we're following flawed men under flawed rules. And they will never lead to righteousness, perfection, and salvation. Never. Never. The best American that ever lived will not get to heaven because he voted. He will not get to heaven because he served his country. We get there by the righteousness found through the Messiah. And the Messiah said, if you love me, you keep the commandments. And the Most High said, these commandments are the key to righteousness on the earth. That anyone who does, and don't say that it's just Israel, because there was a mixed multitude at that mountain, and there was also... Uh, statutes that allowed foreigners to come in and receive the blessings because that was the plan the whole time. All right, so don't don't think that that was for one people. That was always meant for the world. It was given to Israel to attract the rest of the world, and so it is still a perfect system. The flaw was in the people because your mind's going to Hebrews where it says the flawed priesthood and stuff like that and I'm going to first come out and say you are not qualified to read Hebrews or Galatians unless you have a PhD level standing of just the book of Leviticus if you don't and don't say well I've got a PhD in, in, uh, in the church so, so, so I do know no 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 I'm talking about you only study Leviticus for the past 50 years then maybe you could read Hebrews and get what's going on I'm telling you that, that you need that but it was talking about flaws in the people that were the priests, not in the system that was Torah. That's why Yeshua is our high priest forever, you see. Because he is not flawed. He is perfect. So, when I decided, when I looked at all this, and I decided that, that maybe this country ain't telling me what, what's on the up and up. Maybe they're not truly leading me toward salvation right and and we okay they're not leading us toward salvation they're not leading us toward righteousness okay so what now and i took a look at the only example that was given me and it's a man who followed torah and he said come unto me that's what he said come to me do what i do that's what he said that's what the man said follow me so i'm going to follow him and i'm going to aim not for uh, rushing to the voting booth to pick a flawed man to rule a flawed system. No, 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 no. I'm going to go toward the perfect man, Yahshua, towards a perfect system, Torah. And if I miss the mark, well, it just so happens that there are laws, statutes, and commandments to cover me. But if we miss the mark in this country, what do we get? Riots, viruses, 
collapsed economies, poverty, wrongfully imprisoned people, overly imprisoning certain groups of people, racial discrimination, when we miss the mark, when following flawed men in a flawed system, we end up even more flawed than we were ever in the beginning. Because I'm already a flawed dude myself. I already got problems. And now I'm trying to take my problems and follow that guy with problems into a system with problems. I'm only going to come out the back end with problems. I, I will never come out of the back end of me being flawed, following the flawed man, following the flawed system, and then find perfection. That doesn't make sense. That's some big bang bowl right there. And I say big bang bowl like, like an explosion creates order. Never. It creates disorder and it shatters things. It doesn't... I never saw an explosion create a bunny rabbit, but I've seen an explosion disintegrate a bunny rabbit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm sorry for using that. <laughs> I'm sorry for using uh, a little bit of grotesque uh, analogy, but that's what came to my head in the moment. But that's what I'm trying to say. To think that, that us flawed people following a flawed man in a flawed system is going to net anything positive is foolishness. So I want to encourage you today to follow the perfect man, Yahshua, toward the perfect law of the Most High. And if you miss the mark, don't worry. Don't worry. Yeshua said he got your back. He just said, do your best. Keep the commandments. That's why he said, if you love me, you're going, you're going to keep these. So you do your best. I don't have a temple. I can't even do some of the laws. And I'm trying to become a farmer just so that I can do more laws and, and wave my wheat offering because I want to grow my own wheat and wave it because that's what God told me to do. We can follow a perfect man towards a perfect system. I don't understand why people in the church are telling people that if you don't vote, you're the problem or standing behind a pulpit and saying anything other than follow Yeshua and follow the law of God. I don't even get it. For a, for a pastor to say, follow a flawed man, man, there's a whole lot of verses that say, don't do that. And you only got one that you misinterpreted, which says, uh, the Lord establishes the government. That's all you got. And you're like, see, that's why we got to follow them. But there's like 50 billion other verses that say, don't follow people. Follow the Most High only. And then Yeshua came down, knocked it out of the park by keeping Torah, and he said, you got me now. Now I am the man that you can follow, and I believe him. So that's what I'm going to do. But you telling people to run after these flawed and imperfect people will never net positivity. And you would say that I don't know what I'm talking about. And you would, I, I'm telling you, man, I am a Facebook comment warrior. I got a combat action ribbon in Facebook comments. My wife, she got like five of them them things. She got stars and medals hanging off all her chest. She is a Facebook warrior too. And I'm in the comments. And every time I say, hey, have you ever tried Torah and keeping the law? Like when people are saying things aren't going well in the government, things aren't doing this, that I don't I don't believe in this election, this is all fixed, you know, that's all our college, blah, 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 blah. But all these things that they love to distract us with in the news. And I come in and say, hey, why don't we try just doing what the Bible says, which is the laws and the Torah? Everybody just freaks out on me. What? Why have we not tried that? Why are you pastors still telling people, and why are you Christians still telling people to continue to serve and fall under flawed men? When there is a man whom is perfect and is a king and has a kingdom, why is not that 
who and how we're telling people to live their lives. Go toward Yahshua and keep the Torah. Just try it. I'm asking you. Just try it. Just try it. Try. Start off with, and I'll give you the Acts 15. Right? The Acts 15. Start off with some dietary laws, avoiding sexual immorality, and keeping the Sabbaths. Start there. And tell me that following a perfect system will not net positivity. Just tell me. Tell me why. I want to see your PowerPoint slide on why keeping the Sabbaths that God said will not benefit me. Will it not benefit me? Is it not good to do what the Lord says? Oh, and by the way, during the millennial reign and forever, we're going to do Torah. That's going to be the rule. That's how we live in heaven. And heaven will come to earth. And it is the new Jerusalem. Little side note. That's a little side note. You can reach that research that for yourself. But that right there, we're going to do Torah forever. So if it was important to Israel, it will be important forever in the future. Why is it not important now? And why am I the one that is off my rocker? And why are you not trying it? Why are you not trying to do what God said? Why are you trying to do what your president said? Why are you trying to do what the Democratic Party told you to do? Why are you trying to do what the Republican Party tells you to do? Why are you trying to do anything and follow any of the structures and systems that men has put forth instead of going toward the laws and statutes and commandments of the Most High while following Yahshua our King? And I'll tell you why. It's because a lot of you were told that it is wrong. You were told that it's wrong to do what the Bible says. And I want you to think about that for a minute. I have straight up been told that by keeping the law, I make void the sacrifice of Christ. I'm not joking. I get told that they don't use those exact words all the time, but that's what they're saying. When they say, you're, you, by keeping the laws, you're ruining grace, that's, that's what they're literally saying. They're saying, by keeping the laws, I am ruining salvation. Look, guys, I'm a dude, and I got a lot of problems. There is no way that my actions can ruin the Most High's plan for salvation. There's just no way. To say that by keeping the law, I'm making void or I'm going back to a flawed system means you don't even know what you're talking about. You're calling the word of God flawed. You're calling the ways of God flawed. And the most high don't play that. Man, he don't play that junk. Go ahead and find somebody in the Bible... There's plenty of examples of somebody that was like, Nah, Most High, I don't like that way. Go ahead. Find your examples. Nebuchadnezzar, he's an example, right? The rebellion against Moses. When he began that girl leprosy, that's another example of not listening to the Most High. And every single time, he was like, I'm going to kill you. Nineveh, another example, right? Of people that were like, Nah, but then the Lord repented when they decided to return from their ways. And it ain't no different to us today. You're out there serving flawed men toward a flawed government, which will only ever produce flawed results. But if you repent and return to the law, statutes, and commandments of the Most High, following his Son unto salvation, you will be all right. And that's the only thing we should be preaching behind these pulpits. That's the only thing Christians... And, and uh, I don't even believe I'm a Christian. I believe I'm a Hebrew. But us Hebrews, Zion, the people of Zion, the covenant people who we become once we are grafted in, 
That's what we should be talking about, is talking about how we can better do what God has asked us to do in the Bible while following a perfect man the best we can until he returns. That's what we should be talking about. But you out, you out here telling me it's your, your, your part of the problem because you don't vote, which I've literally been told by a Christian. You're part of the problem because you don't vote. So I just don't get it. I don't get it, and I'm not going to vote, and I'm not going to partake in this because I choose my king, and I choose Yahshua, and I choose my kingdom, which is the kingdom of the Most High, the covenant people. And I'm going to go ahead and give Torah a try. I'm going to see what happens, and I'm going to give it a try. And I'm going to see where it takes me. And so far, because I've been keeping it for a couple years now, so far I love it. You know what my daughter told me the other day? She said, my favorite day of the week is Sabbath, Dad. Her favorite day of the week is the day where we sit around a family and eat and read scriptures. Because that's all we do. I don't really preach too much on the Sabbath. We do, we do have a service and a pastor, obviously, but uh, we do our own reading. I just read the Torah. I literally just open up the Torah and I read. You know, we just keep rereading Deuteronomy. Every once in a while we read through the prophets or we'll grab the Torah portion for the week, which is a, a, a Jewish tradition. And we read it. So my daughter's favorite time of the week is sitting there listening to me read the Bible while we eat food. And you're saying that that's flawed? That that's the old way? That my daughter is excited about the Most High and about his scriptures? But I'm the one doing it wrong, right? I mean, guys, you got to put it in perspective. I've been following, like I said, for a couple years now. And I have found only blessing from it. And only growth. And you will too. You will too. Instead of continuing in this system, this Babylonian system that we live in and instead of continuing in that why don't you give the most high a try and I promise I promise Yahshua said the old is better look it up look up old is better Yahshua look up that scripture he said the old is better because he knew that by keeping Torah you're better off and don't try to tell me Paul said it was flawed, and don't try to tell me Paul said it was done away with, because even if that was the case, it's still better than what is presented to me on the news every day. It's still better than the soap opera that is displayed as leaders. Those are my leaders, and they can't even be in a room and talk. If I, if I talked like they did and did the things they did, I would be fired. Because you can't uh, negotiate or be an adult around other adults. This organization cannot flourish. You've got to go. But we have, that's all our leaders. They all look like that. They all look like people who wouldn't make it in a corporate world because they can't, they can't even talk to each other cordially. It's all about a show of strength and wearing the right suit and presenting the right image. They don't care about you. They care about your vote and your money and having power and authority over you. And we continue to follow after flawed people in a flawed system to flawed results. You guys, I don't get it and I'm out. I'm out. I just want to do what God told me to do. I want to love the way he told me to love. And if you think, and, and I know there's people out there that think the only two laws they have to follow is love thy neighbor and love the Lord your God. I know there's people. Well, just do that then. Start there. Start there. And stop worrying about Republicans and Democrats and Libertarians and all this other weird stuff that we got rolling around out here. Stop worrying about that and start worrying about love yourself or your neighbor as yourself, and love the Most High. Just start there and tell me if your day don't get better. And that's just two commandments. 
And if it gets better off those two, well, then maybe you can start throwing in some of the Sabbaths. Maybe you can start throwing in some of the dietary laws and just see where the blessings go. Let's follow the perfect man toward the perfect system and stop clamoring. Because even if you're right and the law is done away with, even if you're right and the law was flawed, because that's, that's the lie that they teach in the church, that the law is flawed. Even if it is, it's still better than America. It's still better than China and Russia and England and Spain and France. Even if it's flawed, it's still the best advice that we have on the planet is written in the book of the Bible. Oh, and by the way, it just happens to say, if you do this, you'll be blessed. Put it to the test and see if God won't bless you. Put him to the test. I challenge you to challenge God and see if he won't show up and show out. He absolutely will show up and show out because that's what he does for his people. But go ahead and be the perfect American and see if your president shows up and shows out on your behalf. Heck no, he won't. Heck no, he won't. He's going to say thank you, shake your hand, smile, take a picture, and then never remember your name, your face, or that interaction ever again. You've been giving America a try this whole time, and they ain't never once come down to help you out. Talking about a stimulus check. Get out of my face with your fake money. How about you teach me to garden because you've snatched the knowledge of truth from me? How about you teach me to survive without you? How about you teach me that, that picking dandelions gives me more vitamin C than a vitamin C pill on the shelf? Those things that we spray with our weeds and we kill have more vitamin C in them than anything else. Those things are health pills. Why don't you teach me that instead so that I can flourish on my own? No, 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 no. You will never do that. You will only ask for my vote so that you can put laws and restrictions over me to control me and keep me from being stupid. That's what you tell me. That's what you tell me. Oh, you can't have a wood stove in your house because you might burn it down. So out of protection for the environment and the people, we won't go to central air. You mean I have to rely on you and you only? That's what you want? So Come on, guys. They continually want us to rely on them. I have to take medicine every day and will have to take it every day for the rest of my life. Instead of them teaching me to prosper like the Bible does, put some crop in the ground, it's going to grow, you're going to eat, it's going to make you feel better. And I'm going to bless you. Right? There is a better way. And the better way is to be a covenant people on this earth. It's to live on your little plot of land, grow your crop, Go get yourself your own animals. Hunt for yourself. Learn to sustain yourself. That's what God wants you to do. He wants to make you more powerful and sufficient. That's why he makes it requirements that you grow grain and bring crop. Because you got to prepare for that. you got a festival coming up where you got to wave some wheat in the air. You better plant wheat so that, the, that it grows so you can have it. And guess what you're going to do with that wheat? You're going to be able to eat now too. So the holidays... The Moedim and those things found in the Bible always lead toward you being more powerful as an individual, whereas the government that we serve always leads towards rules and regulations to control you as an individual so that you can continue to live. They just want you to exist as long as possible so they can keep you in debt as long as possible. Debt of medicine, where I have to constantly take that pill. Debt of tax, I will pay until the day I die. I will never be debt-free in this country. I will always owe money to somebody. Always. But under the Most High and His system, it is not the case.
Give him a try and see if he won't show up and show out. You know he will. He has done it to every single person on the history of the planet who said, Most High, I like you, and I like what you do, and I like your ways. He always said, Cool. And he did not bring wrath upon those people. We must teshuvah, which is repent and return to the house of Israel and give his system a try. Just try. Why won't you just try to do what he's asked you to do? You don't even know, man. You've just been told this lie by the people over you. By the way, not by your best friend who has your best intentions in mind, but the guy in charge whom you owe money to, he tells you something and you believe it. I don't believe a word coming out of your mouth because everything you say is going to make me continue to give you money because if you said something to set me free like here's how to grow crops you would no longer be in control of me so they will never teach you they never want you to grow that's why the church is not developing because we are staying underneath the Babylonian system and never stepping out to walk and become more powerful than you can imagine the sons of Jacob took down a whole city by themselves just a couple of dudes took out our whole city by themselves. That's how healthy they were. That's how strong they were. That's how wise they were. That is what the Most High does to people who keep his laws. That's why we read in the Bible about David's mighty men, dudes like taking out lions and stuff, and we're like, wow, that's crazy. No, it ain't. David ate a healthy diet of garden vegetables and food, and he worked every day to build his muscles he tilled the ground like he was supposed to he kept the laws statutes and commandments like he was supposed to and he rested on the sabbath so that his muscles and body could recover he had a recovery day and a cheat day if you will which we preach anyway right in the, in the fitness centers they tell you that stuff that's why he could fight a lion because he trusted the laws and the government of his god not because he gave in to the government of the people surrounding him and gave in to the kings of the people around him. No, 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 no. But because he trusted God, he was able to take out giants. And you can too. <laughs> you can too. If you just choose him. Yet you have continually picked other kings over the Most High. Every four years, you pick someone other than God to be your ruler. you got to snap out of it. God don't play with Babylonians, and he don't play with governments that don't listen to him, kings that don't follow him. He don't play around with that junk. And he ain't never liked people that, that did not trust him. But he always blesses those who turn to him. So turn to Yahshua and follow him and return to the law, statutes, and commandments of the Most High. Because if you miss the mark, well, at least you are that much better for trying. But if you miss the mark in this system now that you serve, well, look at it. Just look. Go ahead and look. I'm in the Northwest right now. I can't even go outside. I can't breathe. That's how bad it is. The air, the air quality is some of the worst on the planet right here where I live right now because of fires, because of a lack of tilling the ground, because of a lack of spreading out. We, we consolidate on city centers, right? Instead of spreading out, building little plots of land, cultivating it, tilling the land. If we did all those things, there would be nothing to burn. 
because we would have not worked at all. You guys, it's a bit, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this is a better system. The Torah is a better system. Even if it's flawed like you falsely teach, it's still the best out there. You say that about America all the time. You say, it's flawed, but it's the best we have. Wrong! And then you say the Torah, oh, it's just flawed. Wrong! Even if it's flawed, it's still the best we got. And you won't even try it. Man, you good luck. Good luck. When Babylon falls, good luck. Because I ain't going to be there. Because I'm out. I follow one king and one government only. I don't get worried about who's president. I don't get worried about who said who. I don't get worried about email scandals and none of that. I'm worried about unrighteousness. I'm worried about injustice. I'm worried about the wrong that I see all over the world and I see the Bible that tells me a different way. So I'm not going to follow that wrong or let it get to me or let it bother me. I'm just going to follow the laws, statutes, and commandments of the Most High. And if I'm the one that's wrong, well, then I'm still saved by grace anyway, right? If you're the one that's wrong, when Babylon gets destroyed, you in trouble. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Teshuvah, Teshuvah, Teshuvah. Return to the house of Israel. Well, that's all I got. I could probably keep going for another, you know, two hours, three hours. But it would just be the same things over and over again. So I'm going to end it right there. This is The Art of Being, the podcast. I am Jason Trader. Look us up on Facebook at The Art Being. We're on Twitter at The Real Art Being. And you can email us at The Art of the Letter B, the number 3-I-N-G at gmail.com. We love to hear what you think. Again, if you think I'm wrong, send me your scriptures. If you think I'm right, send me your encouragement. I love each and every one of you, and I pray that you come out of Babylon and give the Most High a try and see if he don't show up. Because <laughs> he's done it every time. He's done it literally every time. Give him a try. Love you guys. Peace.